Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Erica is about to come on and rock your world. This performer is just like, ooh, ooh, she's an artist. She's a she's just a a beautiful, artistic, flourishing version of herself. And she's empowering people, especially other artists, with productivity, with becoming their greatest possible self. So uh, it's also just like looking at that worthiness inside of us. We're gonna go deep in this conversation. Make sure you stay tuned because we're gonna rock the house. And I wanna just say from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to become your greatest possible self. Thank you for being on this journey with us, for being on your journey. And however we interact, however our paths cross, I just want to say thank you that we had this opportunity to share this moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to share the iTunes review of the week next. I believe it's by M. Davis, 777, who says, very inspirational and educational. This is the podcast to listen to if you are looking for both inspiration and education on a variety of topics to help you be the best you you can be. Thank you so much, M. Davis, 777. I love that 777 divine number. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, how we can improve the show for you. We love that feedback. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. I'm going to introduce Erica in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because this is going to be a fiery interview. Oh my gosh, this is, this is going to be good. It's going to be good. Erica Horowitz has been deemed the queen of glam productivity and is a is an up-level coach for artists and creative entrepreneurs. She works with empowered individuals who consider themselves recovering perfectionists, helping them break free from triple O mode, overthinking, overplanning, and overwhelm, as well as shepherding them through periods of up-leveling, i.e. extreme growth, so that they let nothing nothing stop them from living the kind of life they know they are meant for. I am pretty sure that is the very first time I've ever said shepherding in an intro. That is awesome. <laughs> she has a podcast called Up Level Avenue that provides a fun, relaxing timeout for big-hearted go-getters where they can pour themselves a cup of coffee or a martini and tune in to musings on self-love and the happiness of pursuit. Erica is also a singer-songwriter and a hip-hop R&B album called A New York Love Affair, which can be found on iTunes and Spotify. Now, that's just the tip of the iceberg, but we are here today to rock the house with Erica Horowitz. Erica, are you ready to bring it, girl? Oh, I'm so ready to bring it, Chris. I'm ready. I'm mm, ready. I've been, yes. I've been ready. Yes. I love <laughs> it. We're live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you for being here and for sharing your beautiful gifts and your artistic flourishes and your singing and your songwriting to inspire the world with your musings. Thank you for what Thank you do. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Let's dive right in. The theme of today yeah. is patterns of transformation. What does that mean to you, Erica? 
oh, patterns of transformation. Um, I feel like <laughs> everything in life is about growth. And as much as sometimes we'd like things to just be coasting all the time, why can't we be happy all the time? Why are we sad sometimes? Why, you know, I don't have the answer. Um, but I do know that everyone has an opportunity to grow and evolve and become closer to themselves. And that is a transformation. Every time we up level, as you said before, that's what I'm here to do is help people transition between different stages of growth. Mm. Um, so to me, it's just about stepping further into not becoming a better person necessarily, but just coming back to who you already were. Mm. You're just kind of shedding the layers a little bit. Mm. So, yeah. I love it. I think that's, that's such a beautiful uh, paradigm shift that a lot of people really get to experience. By the way, I love I love all your sparkles. You're just you're, Thank you're, you. you're sparkling that outfit. I like to sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, I'm from Queens and Jersey. It's in my DNA. So yeah, I love do it. it. <laughs> I love it. So the uh, the paradigm shift though of not that you need to get somewhere or even even become a better version of yourself or even the context of greatest possible self is like, well, there's somewhere I got to reach, right? Some goal, some destination. And it's like, mm, not really, you know, it's, it's actually to go back within. And so that's mm -hmm. really what we're going to be diving into today, which I, I love yeah. that, that conversation because it takes away the time the the illusion of time saying that somewhere somewhere in the future i will get there no it's like this is it this moment is everything exactly. everything forward or be or backwards that's an illusion so stop pretending you know like own that this is it and it's all there is exactly. so what are you going to do with it <laughs> yes yes to it. me that's such a relief yeah mm. actually it's mm. like oh good i'm not just having to strive to get places like yeah I've got it already. Endless hamster wheel treadmill. No, thank you. Not not yeah. for us. Yeah, I'll pass. Thanks. <laughs> I'll pass. Erica, tell us a little bit more about uh, being an up-level coach and productivity mm -hmm. coach and also the singing songwriting. What do you want people to know about you? Like, what do you, what do you stand for? Yeah. What do I stand for? I stand for <laughs> what it says on this mug, which I don't know if you can see it, but it do says more do more. What makes you happy. Exactly. <laughs> so shout out to my friend Lucy who got me this mug. But yes. to me, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why we're all here. Honestly, I'm a sensitive soul. If I start to think about it too much, I get a little dizzy. <laughs> but <laughs> I do know that if I'm here, whether it's a dream or not, whatever, I feel like I'm here. I want to enjoy my time. I want yeah. to have fun. Yep. That's, yeah. and I can't even, obviously a, a fun is a value for everybody, but um, it's a really core, strong value of mine is I just want to do stuff that lights me up. Mm. And so I stand for living a life where you get to do whatever the hell you want. Every day. You know, making your own rules. Yeah. And so my path to becoming a coach is long and storied, but in a nutshell, I have always wanted to inspire people to do whatever it is that lights them up and makes them feel good. And that it's a weird uh, saying, I guess, but I, I always go back to this phrase, living a life that feels like you. Mm. I know when I'm, based on my moods and just patterns in my life, 
if I'm aligned with who mm. I am. Mm. I'm blessed to for my parents to have filmed me, like had one of those old school video cameras on their shoulder for a long time when I was younger, for years growing up. <laughs> so I am blessed to have memories and actually be able to look back and be like, oh, that I'm the same person. I'd like wow. to think I've grown a little bit in height, sort of. I'm five two, so not much, very little bit, but <laughs> also as a person. Um, but I am so. I'm like, oh, everything I do now with clients. If if there was no social media, or I, I don't even know, I'd be talking. I'd be teaching, coaching, whatever to a wall if I could. Like, it's just exciting for me. Um, so yeah, and so the people that come to me for coaching like you said in the intro, are typically artists of any kind. I'm a musician myself, like you said, so I really resonate with fellow musicians, but any kind of artist, fashion designer, jewelry maker, whatever, painter, whatever it is, or any kind of creative entrepreneur. And to me, that's super broad because mm. creativity is, everything can be creative, but somebody who identifies as a creative mm. entrepreneur. And typically where they're at is that they've decided, okay, I'm going to turn pro now. Like mm, mm. it may be that they already kind of have, but most of the people who come to me are, have committed to, okay, I don't exactly know for sure what I want to be doing, but I think I have a good hunch and I'm going to get going with this. They're typically like a year or two, maybe three or four into business. Mm -hmm. And because they've decided, because they put that stake in the ground to turn pro, all these new opportunities are flooding toward them. You know, these are typically people who are also somewhat spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so they have found other people like them, perhaps coaches who kind of, not kind of, who have taught them mindset principles. They're really into personal development. Yep. And so they've been putting themselves out there. They've mm -hmm. just been going for it. But now they're feeling like, whoa, all these opportunities are coming in. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. I don't necessarily know what to say yes to, what to say no to. And also the big piece is I want to enjoy my life. Like yeah. my story is that for so long, I didn't have any semblance of a social life in my 20s. My 20s were so different, I feel like, compared mm -hmm. to a lot of other people's 20s. Um, I'm 32 now for reference. And so I see, I seem to attract people who are like, I want this so bad. Mm. I love what I do. I love what I'm starting to unravel and, and put together here. However, I cannot sacrifice my quality of life. Mm. I want, I'm down with the hustle. Hustling can be fun sometimes, yep. but I don't want to do it 24 seven. And so I work with them basically on like, really let's get in your schedule. We literally lay out their schedule and see where they're spending their time. Um, teach them how to goal set in a way that they can actually follow through mm. because they're excited about these goals. Teach them when to ditch the goals completely because sometimes we love the structure and sometimes we want to rebel. Yeah. So yeah. And then of course it always comes back to mindset because if you don't have that, you really have nothing. Mm. The action is so important. And if you didn't have that, you'd really have nothing. However, just action doesn't mean you're going to end up fulfilled. Mm. Let's go back into your journey, Erica. We're talking about some sure. gold here, and I want to know where did you where did you get this 
passion of contributing to others and helping them grow. I mean, your own journey was an artistic expression and, and so much growth and like performance and stuff. So where do you want our audience to like get to know you? When, like what, what was your performance career evolution like? In a nutshell, um, first of all, in regards to why I, I want I want to contribute, I really don't know. I think that for many of us, I'm sure you feel the same way. It's just an innate thing. I've always felt this way since I was a little kid that I wanted to help the world in some way. And I think the people who are crazy enough to think that they can do it. Um, so, and then in terms of my journey, I grew up wanting to be a singer, like mm-hmm. a professional singer in my mind. And honestly, for a long time in the industry, although anything is possible, so screw the rules, anything is possible. There are are crazier things happen every day, but you know, traditionally it was that you have to get signed by a major label and Mm. and it was a whole big to do. And I was very much, it was like Beyonce or nothing to Mm. me. I didn't realize there were other opportunities. I know (laughs) plenty of artists now who are amazing, but still also get to keep their anonymity anonymity. There we go. We got it. But I was basically freaked out. Honestly, I decided to stop pursuing that about halfway through college Mm. in many ways out of fear, which I don't love, although I do believe that I made the right decision for me. However, it was also a feeling that there was something more there. I wanted the music is a way and it still is now that I have it back in my life. Mm-hmm. Music is a way for me to inspire people. Hip hop and R&B is my favorite. They're my favorite genres, especially when it comes to hip hop for the bravado, for the grit. And then you also have on the other side of that, you have the like party, let's enjoy the good life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so as there's a line from one of Eminem's songs uh, called Kamikaze, off of his last album, I turned to rap went because it made me feel tough when I wasn't. And so that is something that like just like that's exactly how I used to feel. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was my inspiration for the music. It's just awesome. I just wanted to build people up. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to do it on a bigger level. I wasn't so sure about the music industry. I interned in the industry. I didn't like it. So somebody said one day, because I am the friend that a lot of my friends have always come to for advice just or just an ear which I love and somebody said in college you're really good at this you should be a life coach and I'm like what the hell is a life coach (laughs) and then after from that point on it was like the words life coach just kept popping out of me that synchronicity just kept popping out of me and I sort of dipped my toe into learning about it okay and I researched Mm-hmm. And I researched a little bit more, and I made plans. And I, you know, everybody said you had to have a niche. So I spent many, 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 many nights. What is my niche? What the hell is going to be my? What do people want? What is the market? What, like, mm-hmm. basically, my twenties, much of them, early to mid to maybe even a little bit into my late twenties, were so much as you said in the intro, triple O disorder syndrome mm. whatever mm. which is the overthinking over planning and overwhelm mm. but it feels when you're in that it feels like you're doing something i've been i would turn down uh like 
like things where my friends would invite me to go out and be like, no, no, I got to work. Because it, but it wasn't actually working. I wasn't making any real strides forward. And so, and it was crushing because I am such, clearly, I am such an expressive <laughs> person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I love to do what lights me up, but I couldn't quite figure out what was going to be that thing. And instead mm. of getting out of my comfort zone and getting clarity through action, mm. I just made lists. <laughs> yep. So, so is, yeah. I'm sure that there's people out there, creative entrepreneurs, artists who think that they're doing things. How do they know if they're just spinning their wheels or if they're actually getting things done? Mm. That's a good question. Depends on, for one thing, of course, what you want to do in terms of, because I was going to say one thing is how much social interaction are you having? Mm. So if your thing involves other people, if this is for a business, for example, other people are involved in that. Mm. So look at how many conversations you're having. Look at, am I sharing my work? Am I sharing, do people know what I do? Do people know what I do besides my family and friends who really don't get it and don't care? Mm. <laughs> they might love you and support you, but they don't know what the hell you do. No. And they might not be your, your target client or customer. Right. So those are good indicators right there. But it's also, how do you feel? Like, are you having fun? Mm. Are you doing something that's piquing your curiosity? That feels fun for you, or do you find yourself making just a lot of lists? And you can't say that list making is fun. I know sometimes, especially you Libros out there, I know you're gonna say no, but I love list making. <laughs> I get it, but that's probably not your passion, unless it is. I mean, hell, if that is, you know what? Turn it into a career. Go, go but, make a planner. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Turn that in. You got a whole story for your about page right there. But yeah, I would say those are some good indicators. Mm, I love it. Um, okay, so the the life coaching uh, that kept jumping out to you, and then the triple O started like you know wreaking havoc on you, and then you you broke through that, and you said, "Hey, I know other people are are struggling with this or suffering with this." Um, like what what built like what what did you do to start building your brand and you know serving people? Tell us about those kind of early years of of getting started. Yeah, well. <laughs> The first thing that snapped me out of triple O mm -hmm. disorder is was reading The Big Leap by mm. Gay Hendricks, which I know is a like a, a, a cult favorite. Well, I actually haven't read it. I, I've, I've heard it a lot of times. Yeah. You would love that. Oh, Chris, yeah. you got to read the book. It's so good. Damn. It's really, really good because they talk about like hitting your, your upper limit. Um, and it's, oh, it's awesome. But uh, something that there was something in there that specifically just jolted me and made me realize, which saying this out loud now, it's like, duh. But <laughs> if I don't make my dreams happen, mm. they're not, they're not going to happen. <laughs> die inside of me. Like I, it was, I don't know. It's just, that's mm. such an obvious thing, but it was, mm. I was just, I was tiptoeing. I was dancing around my dreams instead of really being in them and full out. Um, what it started to look like in the early stages, and I'm only a few years into business, so I feel like I still am in the early stages, but I'm not a total newbie. But I, a lot of it was hiring coaches for myself mm -hmm. because through that and getting introduced to 
people who were in the same boat as me, people who were a little before where I was already at, and then people who were killing it in business. What I learned was that nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) And that was so freeing. Liberating, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, crack my world right open. And (laughs) we're all just making it up as we go. Mm -hmm. And so that just kind of made me feel liberated to just take a shot. Like, tap into whatever I was excited about at the time. Talk about it get out and I've really I've stepped this up in the past two years in particular of like getting out here on social media it works for uh, us introverts so getting out here getting out in the world and like just you know what today today I'm an up-level coach tomorrow I might identify something different it doesn't really matter I still do what I do and I serve people damn powerfully so who cares like all the little things I used to ruminate about I really don't give it that much attention at this point because I know I'm going to end up evolving so quickly that it's going to change anyway. And I think, I think it's like, I think what you said is like serving people powerfully, something around that. It's like, that's what really matters. Like, am I solving problems? Are people's lives being bettered because of my art, my gifts, my presence in their life? If not, let's go have some freaking conversations. Let's go like deliver these gifts and this work to people so that it makes the difference. Yes, absolutely. And am I having fun? Once again, for me, it always comes back to, I love serving and helping people, but to be quite honest with you, everything I do is for me first. Hmm. I want to have the most beautiful, up-leveled life for myself. Yeah. And then I want to be able to inspire people from that. Hmm. That's awesome. But that's, and I do want that, but that's the icing on the cake for me. So yeah, got to look out for number one. This is good. This is good. Uh, I want to dive into the conversation of you already are like everything that you you need that you're looking for. Like, what do we what do we need to know about that? Where can we start with that that foundation? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited because I was like jotting down some notes before just getting centered on this topic because I think about it a lot and I've begun talking about it with my audience a bit, but it's still in the works for me. So I was was just getting a little clear. I'm like, oh, man, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's dive in. So for me, the concept of you've already made it, which is less of a concept and, to be honest, more of just a fundamental truth, Mm. in my opinion, Mm. came to me somewhere, I want to say, early summer, late spring of 2019. I was working on on my course, creating my course, Dream Insurance at the time. Dream Insurance. That's the other thing. The name of even my course is changing every other day, so I can't keep up with myself. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> um, and I think I was I was heavy in conversation with my coach, Stacy Hartman, who's mm. fantastic. Shout out to Stacy. And she talks a lot about detached involvement, mm. which is essentially going for what you want, taking action, taking big leaps out of your comfort zone, but being detached from it emotionally, psychologically, feeling like you need to have this thing. You need to get these clients. You need to leave this job. Mm. You need to get this money. Tricky. Tricky. (laughs) Because (laughs) we are human and our egos want Mm -hmm. what our egos want. Mm -hmm. However, 
well, that's the concept. So from the, I know that that was orbiting in my world. And then something in me kind of added on to that, this internal, kind of like what I was saying before about living a life that feels like you. Mm. You've already made it is essentially like involved or, or detached involvement mm-hmm. where this is not about, I'm not, this is not some Pollyanna denial crap. Like everybody's like, no, Erica, no, no, no. I haven't, I haven't actually made it. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know me or my life. <laughs> no, maybe you don't have the physical actual thing yet, right. but you're going for the thing. Mm-hmm. You are also realizing at the same time that you are whole and complete already, even without the thing. Let's say it's a car. I don't know why a car is in my head right now. Let's say I know nothing about cars, so don't ask me what kind. Yeah, it's a, it's a, 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 a what are those old things that you like? They're toys. I don't even know what it's called. Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. There you go. <laughs> Hot Wheels. It's a real life Hot Wheels car. It's fantastic. It will be the envy of everybody. So let's say that that's something that you want. You can go for it. You can do whatever you need to do action wise to go for it. But there is some level. You want it for a certain reason. Right. As Danielle Laporte says, everything about everything that you want is because you think it's going to bring you some sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. And so one aspect of you've already made it is that you already have everything within you to feel those feelings without the car. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that, first of all, you have it in some realm, which yeah. is the spiritual and woo-woo, so bear with me, you know, but... On some realm, you already have it. If you can conceive it, you can achieve it, right? Then there's also the aspect of you can have the exact feeling. You might end up realizing you didn't even really need the car. Right. But okay, cool. Let's say no. You're like, no, I really need the car. Okay. So you're going about your life, working away, trying to get this car. And it's like in understanding that You have everything. You have shelter, God willing. You have shelter. You have food. You've got people who care about you, even one person. And how can you, as you're hustling day to day, doing your thing, how can you tap fully into everything about you that you think is pretty cool? That makes life worth living. And this isn't just gratitude and it's not just being content with what you have. It's more or less, so when you have this car, who do you think you're going to become? How do you think you're going to be carrying yourself differently? What does it mean about you? What does it say about you that you have this car? Not just to everybody else, but to yourself. What if you just gave that to yourself right now? Because there's another concept I, I call don't save the outfit. And my ladies uh, in particular, maybe maybe some guys too, but I think a lot of my ladies will understand this. A lot of times we have a cute outfit that we buy or, or rent from Rent the Runway or wherever, not sponsored. Um, and we save it. We save it for like we're waiting for a certain occasion to wear it. Mm. But we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. 
don't save the outfit. Mm. Wear it. Who cares? Mm. I think in many ways we save the outfit in terms of who we want to be. Mm. We want to be the person who has that cool, let's not say Hot Wheels, that's just embarrassing, but we want to be that person <laughs> who has that cool <laughs> whatever car. <laughs> Lamborghini, let's go with that. Yes. That's all I know. I'm Italian, so there you go. Um, <laughs> so bad. We want to be that person, and yet you already have that on some level. Yeah. It's a very, it's like a trippy concept, and it's not necessarily supposed to be like you're in it all the time. Mm. Just mm. like detached involvement, my my coach Stacy was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Because I was getting, I found that my ego was getting super defensive. For me, it's about leaving my job, which God willing, I'm going to be doing in a year, or less than a year rather, this year. And so I kept saying, no, I'm sorry. I cannot be detached from this. Mm. I want this. I feel like this is in line with who I am to be a full-time entrepreneur. I cannot be detached. And she's like, Erica, calm down. <laughs> First of all, I get a little hot-headed. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. Some days you're going to feel super detached. Some days you're going to think, yeah, you know what? I really have already made it. Mm. I really am that boss entrepreneur, even though I'm just starting out, because I've always known since I was a little kid that I was meant for this. Mm. And so I'm in the game. Mm. That's something that really hit me this past year. I am in the game and I am amongst awesome friends and colleagues who are also in the game at various stages of their business. Mm -hmm. And that in, in and of itself is a miracle because so many people in the world, I don't like saying things like most, but I will say so many people in the world are not in the game. And I don't just mean entrepreneurship. I mean, they're not really awake. Right. They're kind of just coasting and floating through life and not really taking the time to examine what it is that they want because for many reasons, they're afraid they won't get it. They don't know what it takes. Somebody else won't like it. Whatever. So that to me is what you've already made it is really all about. It's Erica, knowing that with, you're in with, the game. I was going to say with the game, with being in the game, is it just, is it a decision? Is it just saying like, okay, like, is it, is it giving ourselves credit? Is it acknowledgement? Is it celebration? Is it appreciation? Like what changes about our identity, about how we show up in life because we take this on that we've already made it? What changes? Say that again. I'm yeah. Sorry. What changes? What changes for us? Like, what? What will be different when oh. we say I've already made it? And like, is it as easy as just saying, "Okay, I've already made it"? You know, because it, it can be easy to say those words, but what does that actually? How do mm -hmm. we live it? Well, to clarify, and then I'll tell you. So, yeah, what are, what are the benefits? Why do you want to basically embrace this? First, I will say. I've talked with so many entrepreneurs who are way further down the line than me who are crushing it in their business. I mean, like six, seven figures. Mm -hmm. And then I've also read biographies of celebrities I look up to. The other thing, in addition to nobody knows what they're doing, nobody necessarily feels like they've made it. Right. Maybe on some level, mm -hmm. but then there's some other area of their life that they feel like this could be better or different. As ambitious people in particular, we are always going to want more. So if we're always going to want more, it's going to kind of feel like we haven't really made it yet. Have I made it yet? When do you know if you made it? When is it enough? Mm -hmm. 
if we're if we're never really sure if we made it, why not just crown yourself as having made making it or made it now? Mm-hmm. And so again, the reason what that looks like is again one of the things, and I just want to look in because I had like, how can we tap into that at will? Before I get into that, actually, let me share with you some of the benefits. So to me, when you are embracing this concept, your physical energy is so high, which allows you to take a lot more action, period. Your emotional and your spiritual energy feel so high because you're in this weirdo state of like just blissed out. How cool is it that I get I get to wake up and try to figure out how the heck to put a sales page together? Wow. This is my struggle. This is awesome. Oh, and I get to collab with other people who are having the same issue. And oh, this is this is great. We're so in this. Okay, great. What that ends up creating is awesome opportunities because you're light, you're free, you're relaxed. You're not, it's like a a date. You're not gonna show up desperate. If you do, that tends to repel. But when you're lighthearted and you're like, yeah, I don't know, we'll see where this goes. Maybe it's gonna work, maybe it's not. Who cares? Like this whole life. All this life, as far as we know, is a game. Playful. It's like that play. It's that fun. Yes. So that creates lots of opportunities. And to be honest with you, even more than just going about, I don't even want to say hustling, just going about doing your work. It's like when you are in this space, I just gave this example on a live I did the other day. Do you know, are you familiar with Mario Kart? Did you ever play Mario Kart? Oh, yeah. Okay. I I love, we should play sometime because I'm I'm pretty... (laughs) I'm pretty badass at it, if I do say so myself. But do you know, you know those stars that when you run into the the star or like you get this particular um, bonus or whatever that is a star. Yep. And then you're like, unstoppable. You're you're flying, and it looks fun. It's like rainbow colors, and you're just going. You're you might be getting. You're getting just as far, if not farther, than the other contestants on the racetrack, but with so much less effort. Mm. That is what you've already made it does. And so the other thing is that, again, you get to be free, which for so many of us entrepreneurs or wantrepreneurs, a big part of that is because we want freedom. Yep. When you embrace this, you feel lighthearted. You don't have this sense of constant grasping and striving for more. So you're going to have that. Like that's, again, keep in mind as you hear this, that this is not a thing that we are even capable if we wanted to of being in all the time in this mind state. It's kind of like when you line up the binoculars just right every now and then, it's like perfect, perfectly clear. Sometimes when you can tap into this, Hit that button on the back of the Nintendo controller because you can just blast off from here and just have fun. Now, how to tap into it at will, you mentioned play, mm. and that is a big factor. For me, whenever I've felt like that strivey, graspy feeling, it feels like I'm hustling and not in a fun way. It just right. feels I'm just worn out. I might not be seeing the results I want to see. I might be, but I'm overbooked, whatever it is. The best advice I've ever received is to take a step back, back away from your business or whatever it is that you're going for. But take sometimes, honestly, all you need is a day. Yeah. If you can, if you can work it out to just be 
off, get away. You might have certain rules. Like I have, I have, I love to show up in my community on Facebook and Instagram every day. Mm-hmm. And it's not really so much of a rule as it's just fun to share and be chatting with people and forming discussions. But sometimes like today I was like, nope, I'm feeling like I need to back off today because now I'm doing it. It doesn't feel in alignment. It just, mm-hmm. it feels like a rule today. Mm-hmm. And so when I make time, extended time, a day, two days, I've, I've gone into these modes for a month plus before where I just needed to really clear my head and do, doesn't mean I'm just going to be sitting on the couch, binge watching, whatever. Mm. There may be some of that, but it's more about what feels like complete fun. What would just be random and exciting and it might not make any sense with anything else I've been doing and people might be confused, but who cares? What just feels like it would be fun right now? Mm. When I do that, I, it's a, the, you've already made it mindset. It's not something I have to try to acquire. It's, it just kind of happens because in that moment, I'm having fun. I'm feeling connected to source. I'm feeling connected to my creativity. Mm. So I don't have to try. The other thing, again, as I mentioned, is what helps me tap into this you've already made it thing is that many people that we look up to don't necessarily feel like they've made it. Right. And they've put in perhaps decades. They might be decades older than you. Yeah. And so here you are, like, have I made when am I gonna make it? Have I made it yet? And they still don't feel like that. So mm. that to me is like a cold shower. That's like that ice bucket challenge or whatever. To to just think, oh wait, let me cool the jets. In so many ways, if they don't feel like they've made it, but it's clear that they have done such incredible things and perhaps are incredible people, I have that too. Mm-hmm. And then again, it goes back to looking at everything that you say you want and the feelings that you're hoping that those those things will bring you and thinking, where am I, where do I have all these opportunities in my life already right mm-hmm. now to feel all those things? And just and do them and then see. See what happens when you really fill your cup that way. But giving yourself everything you ever wanted right now, which only aligns you to, to get the other things. Erica, this is gold. I want to talk about a specific example. Let's say... Yeah. Um, you're, you're familiar with singers, songwriters, so we're, we're going to use a different example. Let's talk about someone who's in a, a they, they paint, they paint. Mm-hmm. And how does that person approach feeling like they already made it? What would that look like? So an artist to me is somebody who makes art. Mm-hmm. So no matter what stage they are, no matter how long they've been painting, mm-hmm if they're painting and their goal is to be a painter, they've already made it. Mm-hmm. They're already doing it. If they're not, then that's, that's cause for a further, you know, not too much thinking and loose <laughs> making, but a brief moment of analysis as to, well, why am I not doing this thing mm-hmm. that I say I love to do? But if you're doing it, and if this is also something that perhaps you're not just pursuing as a, as a creative outlet, but that you want to share with the world and another level up from that, that you want to monetize, mm-hmm. am I getting it out there? Mm-hmm. So it's not just some like, let me sit on a lily pad and manifest type of thing. It's more of 
am I a person who is looking inward, who wants to really get to know myself, Mm. who wants to really love myself, who wants to heal old trauma, who wants to grow and is really interested in that. And am I actively doing that? Okay. Um, Do I want to help in any tiny little way, help make this world a better place than when it was when I got here? Okay, cool. And am I just giving every day my all, whatever my all looks like on that particular day because it varies? Am I, doing thing, am I doing things because I love them? Am I mindful of how I spend my time? Hmm. Am I aligning my schedule with being able to do as much of what I love as possible? That doesn't mean that every second of every day you're going to enjoy, you're going to be skipping down the, to the laundromat because you just cannot wait to use that whatever cuddle bear laundry detergent. <laughs> snuggle, snuggle, not cuddle. Same difference, right? You might, that's, if you're doing that, I'm a little worried. But well, hey, hey, I, I think uh, a little bit more play down. skipping down the street. That's what, I think that's what we all need. <laughs> well, yes, true. But a New Yorker might look at you funny. But yes, I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. <laughs> but yeah, this, this that's how I would say that they tap into it. It's like asking those kinds of questions. Mm. Am I going for it? Period. Am I doing what I have always said I wanted to do? Then I've already made it because so many people don't even want to look at that. Mm. So if someone is um, wanting to know more about like what it means to up level their life, what would you Mm. answer in response to that? (laughs) Anybody who would be Wanting to know what that looks like as somebody who hasn't up-leveled. Although I find that hard to believe because I think everybody up-levels. But maybe you're not aware of it as it's happening. Up-levels tend to happen when you are so freaking uncomfortable. When you have been doing things. It's like in Seinfeld, how uh, George Costanza, he has that ep- there's that episode where he talks about opposite George. And so he's doing everything that's like the opposite of his inclinations. <laughs> When you are mixing it up and you're trying new things and you're getting yourself out there, perhaps in all the ways that you maybe thought you should, and not a bad should where you're like making yourself do stuff that you don't really want to do, but stuff that you kind of, you know, it would be good for you. You know that it probably just like when you're younger and you didn't want to go on the roller coaster because you thought it was scary, then your parent or your sibling got you to go on and then you didn't want to get off. Stuff like that, that Mm -hmm. freaks you out, but you think it'd probably be good for you. When you do stuff like that consistently, it tends to create, you're you're changing on a cellular level. Mm -hmm. I think it was Todd Herman who was talking about this, the science of what happens when you start really becoming a doer, a doer of the things that are in alignment with what you want. Not a doer like, oh yeah, I'm taking lots of action, but this is actually a distraction. It's not really, I'm not really going for it. I'm not really that uncomfortable. But when you really start getting out there, your body, your cells start changing and vibrating and that can freak us the heck out. So you'll know when you're in an up level. Once you start, everything was great and you're like, yeah, I'm ascending. Things are awesome. People are noticing. I'm having fun. This is, oh my God, it's happening. It's all happening. And then like a day later, you're like on the couch and you're like, 
I can't go on. <laughs> Draw the blinds closed. I can't go on. No, but it's like, truly, it's an emotional thing. And you feel like, wait, was that all bullshit? Am I doing well? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not. Mm-hmm. Only so-and-so said that. And he was probably just being nice. And then, you know, like you start to think all the things you might literally physically get sick. Like you will know when you are in an up level. It usually happens right after a period of feeling like, oh shit, I got this. It's like clockwork. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and with an up level, I feel like people have to have a, a destination they want to go to, a, a goal. Um, what if someone doesn't know their, their purpose, like what they want to do or be or become? Mm. I mean, I was in that boat for a long <laughs> old time because after I decided not to pursue singing, I, I had a full-blown identity crisis and an early quarter-life crisis in one. So I, I feel that. I really, really feel that. And I don't feel like high school prepares us enough for knowing what we want to do. And I also think it's rather ridiculous to think you're going to know what you want to do for the rest of your life when you are 18 so, or, or 22 if you go to a four-year college, whatever. So for me... The thing that finally helped me, and honestly, what we're going to do and what we want to do is always going to keep evolving. So mm-hmm. that was a huge, again, that was a huge relief for me. It was referencing, referencing a lot of people here, but Marie Forleo, her quote saying that clarity comes from action, not mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. And again, for most of my 20s, I spent all my time in thought, in notebooks, mm-hmm. making lists, <laughs> thinking I was going to get clarity thinking, well, I know myself really freaking well. I can just like, I can figure this out. I can figure this out. I get psychology. I know people. I can figure out what the, the thing I have plus the need the world has plus the thing I have fun with, you know, all the formulas that they tell you to look at. Well, I can figure this out and never fucking figured it out. Mm-hmm. I just had to start doing. It's just hard to start. And this is exciting for me now. Everything I'm working on in regards to First of all, just working with artists and other creatives, there's like a simpatico vibe there. Yeah. You know, those are my people. But in terms of the time management and productivity thing, I've always geeked out on that kind of stuff, managing my time well. Awesome. And so that, and I've always been really multi passionate. So I've always had to kind of, and always done a business or a side passion on the side of a full-time job. So I always had to learn how to manage my time. And I loved reading about it, especially because in my early 20s, when I was reading about it, that meant that meant I didn't have to take action. I could just yeah. learn. I think yeah. I was doing something, but I didn't have to take action. So I don't recommend reading too much. All you need is a good book or two, maybe a coach, just saying. But, <laughs> <laughs> but really what did it for me, if you're trying to figure out what your purpose or, or what you want to do, create in this world you know you're built for something to me there's nothing there's i mean i'm sure there really there technically is but it is such a terrible feeling i feel like you have all this fire inside of you all this magic all this excitement all this passion that you you just want to share it but there's like like you keep hitting up against a wall because you're just not exactly sure how it wants to come out you have some interest but you're not really sure like is this the thing is this the thing My advice is don't worry about if this is the thing because probably there are going to be a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And to even even know what those are going to be, you have to just go for them. Dip a toe here, dip a toe. You know, like you just have to get out and play. And that's not always a satisfying answer for the ego, but it's the truth. Yeah, and I think it's like giving ourselves permission to like 
the risk to go all in, right? That action, that action, it's like, what kind of actions really matter? What kind of actions really make the difference? It's the actions that take courage. It's the actions that like, we have to go make bold requests. How can we deliver more value to more people yes. in less time? What does that look like? And then go execute on it and have yes. fun in the process, of course. But and I think know that, that you're going to look really stupid at times and you're right. going to mess up. And that's, that's right. part of the process. Get to laugh that at ourselves. <laughs> have to. Oh my God. I laugh at myself every day. There's so much to laugh at. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> that was so yeah. much to laugh. I love it. I love it. Um, so with your, your music journey, I'm curious, how do you feel like that uniquely helps you relate with creative entrepreneurs and artists? Mm. Well, one, in the sense that you're pursuing something that a lot of people want, mm. and at least society would have us feel that it's just really hard to attain a certain level of success there. Mm. Um, so I get that. I really can relate to wanting some dream that's kind of out there and not, it's just atypical. Mm. At least they thought they didn't. And then we tend to kind of find ways to, to infuse structure that doesn't cramp their style. Mm. But somewhere, somehow I have both I, I have that artsy side where I want to rebel against all the rules and I'm like, screw this, I'm going to do it my way. But for some reason, I also have a super analytical brain that allows me to get really into structure and allows me to help create different kind of systems because I don't think there's a, a time management system that works for everyone. I think you really have to create your own. So understanding that about and it, that's not true for all artists but clearly like i feel like i'm i'm right down the middle um but for a lot of them that is something that they have and i can really relate to that mm. what do you see your impact being on the world in the years and decades to come what's your purpose what's your legacy you're out to create? yeah yeah well my purpose is to be the light which i have tattooed on my arm yes um but which essentially just means, like I said before, showing up in my my fullest creative expression and joy of expression, sharing that, sharing me in the act of creating, creating a song, creating a, a, a schedule, creating anything yep. and sharing that with the world and then to inspire. So that's being the light for me, just just being love and, and helping people out in any way I can. My legacy or what I would like to bring into the world is essentially I just want entrepreneurship is not for everybody mm. but for those who know in their soul that they are makers creators in particular where there's a certain kind of lifestyle and the freedom that that comes with not for lack of hard work but the perks of it mm -hmm. that they just feel like they've always known they've wanted those are the people i want to really make sure that they embrace this concept, for example, if you've already made, I want to, I want them to stay in the game. Mm -hmm. So any way that I can inspire them to stay in the game, to ride out all the up levels, to ride out the uncertainty and realize that we are all truly in the same boat and that there is more than enough to go around and that they have a place that that's all that I want. Mm -hmm. That inspires me. So yeah, keeping entrepreneurs who really want it in the game. Um, I love it. I love it, Erica. Um, 
do you what are you, what are the lyrics that you find come up most in your songwriting? <laughs> they are all about exactly what we're talking about. So I always like got annoyed when I was growing up. I'm like, God, everything is a freaking love song. And that's cool. But oh my, can we, we're dealing with artists, creative people. Can we be creative? Mm. And you know, <laughs> there's, there's, there's red tape industry stuff, whatever. We won't get into that. But there, I still, even with indie artists, so much of it is about romantic relationships. Mm. And that always annoyed the hell out of me. And so for me, Romantic relationships have have always come way down the line. To mm. me, it's always been about what am I going to do with my life? How do I make an impact? How can I be creative and fun and do whatever I want to do? And then my friendships and and family, maybe my other passions and interests that are like smaller. And then maybe somewhere down the line, <laughs> dating. Mm. <laughs> so my album tends to reflect that. You'll get like yeah. one or two like, relationshipy songs but for the most part they're all about going for your dreams and being the kind of person who takes the road less traveled that's that's what it is and then new york because my album is called the new york love affair and mm. i love this crazy ass city to my core um and so <laughs> yeah so there are songs on there about about that grittiness that that hustle that glamour meets grit mm. that is New York City um, on there. And I'm about to, I want to start getting into, I'm meeting a lot of cool producers right now because I really want to start making songs. I'd like to create an album or something specifically tailored to the entrepreneurial journey. And I would love for this to be a thing that people like other coaches or whoever like play at their events and like have this be and like all of it showcasing the highs, the lows, yeah. all of it. So that's really, really on my heart right now. Well, for the producer who's tuning yeah. in right now or someone who could get you access to that kind of thing and, and make yes, hit me up. that kind of impact, <laughs> I think they might want to know like, Erica, I want to, I want to hear some bars. I want to hear what you got. Like, <gasps> what, what would you say to those people? Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't, guys, I didn't know this was coming. I really didn't know this was coming. All right. All right. All right. We can do this. So I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat a little because I just did this on my um, live that there's, I did. For, no for my this is, this is you girl. This is, okay. this, you bring you with you everywhere. Well, I say that to say that I did, I did this verse and chorus on a, a live I did last week, but this is my song Tenacity which is one of my favorite songs. I'll just sing like, I'll just rap the first verse and maybe I'll, I'll give you a chorus. We'll see. <laughs> uh, okay. So it goes. Take you back through my history. Big dreams from the ripe old age of three. A ham of a little lamb, spunky as could be. Blessed to have parents who believed in me. Somewhere along the way, learned to play it safe. Hibernate, wishing for a chance that I'd never take anyway. Contemplate my next move, but never make it. To be fair, I did dare, but on occasion. I don't even want to sing on this track. I need to rap, get aggressive, get some shit off my back. Uh, or off my chest, I guess. Scream out the window how I got my soul back. How the young girl I used to know is back. And I'm a work in progress. But I finally got out my own way long enough to see progress. Finally, I saw that it was up to me to show that little girl the world and let my mind be free. Yo, 
Oh, like a butterfly, sting like a bumble. Heart of a lioness in concrete jungle. Leap tall buildings in a single bound. Got my eyes on the prize so I don't look down. To become the person always knew that I could be. Takes faith, love, grit, and tenacity. I'm a New York City girl from the borough of Queens. I came to do this shit here and just follow, follow my dreams. There you go. <laughs> Woo, you got my nerves up. <laughs> what a what a blessing you are to the world, Eric. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you so much. This is this is amazing. So I don't know how people like people be out of their mind, be crazy not to want to know how do they have a conversation with you, how do they connect with you, what are their next steps, how do they listen to your podcast? Give it to yeah, America. Absolutely. So Definitely come follow me on Instagram because I'm trying to I'm trying to beef up my Instagram a little. So come Ooh. over, hang out with me on Instagram. I am at the Erica L H. That's Erica with a C. Thank you very much. Even my closest of kin still spell it with a K. I'm thinking about changing it just <laughs> to make it work. But yeah, so check me out on Instagram, the Erica L H. Okay. And um, you can also check out my course, Dream Dream Insurance, which I am so excited by because I keep refreshing it. I keep updating it with things that I'm feeling will be super beneficial to those who are taking it. So dream insurance is essentially a a look into holistic entrepreneurship. And we start with really self-love and getting to know yourself, because honestly, that is so the fundamentals of of, of everything. And so, and then we get into the goal setting and the productivity and the time management and all the things that that get our egos like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. Give me that. Cause I want to work less and and get more and lay on a beach or whatever, (laughs) or be more creative, whatever it is. Um, but it's just 17 bucks and you can find that at my dream insurance.com. It's work that I really believe in and it's been helping a lot of people so far and inspiring them. And again, that's what I aim to do. So my dream insurance.com. Oh, and Up Level Avenue. Up Level Avenue is my podcast that I keep forgetting to promote on things, but I freaking <laughs> love it. I don't know why. There's like too many. I need to write these down in my hand. But right. Up Level Avenue is my podcast where we geek out on glam productivity, which essentially means like making a moment a moment. Like why not hop on a live and wear a sequin top or, mm-hmm. or some equivalent if you're not into sequin tops, you know, but like productivity. <laughs> next time Chris does this next Wednesday, be, stay tuned. He will be wearing the secret top. But yeah, glam productivity. Um, I talk a lot about coffee, life in New York City, which is crazy. Sometimes my dating life. Mm. Um, and just, again, being a dreamer and a doer, being somebody who wants to make their impact on this world. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. Erica, thank you for being here. Again, they follow you on Instagram at the Erica L H. They yes, can sir. find you, Erica Horowitz, on Facebook, E-R-I-C-A-H-O-R-O-W-I-T-Z. They can also find your podcast, Up Level Avenue. Up level is one word. Avenue yep. is exactly how you probably think it's spelled. And Erica, thank <laughs> you so much for being here and being the light that you are in the world. I'm excited to see, uh, especially these lyrics. You know, I, I love empowering, inspiring, uplifting lyrics that make this world a better place. And I think it's a a tragedy that there's so much disempowering, gritty, thank you, thank you, it's gritty, gritty, but like there's disempowering lyrics. And I want to see more of a shift in consciousness towards music and and songs that up-level people into their greatest possible self. So yes. keep keep doing the work that you're doing. It's super important for this phase of humanity, the, the artistic uh, gifts that you have, as well as coaching and supporting other creative entrepreneurs to bring their visions to life. Thank you for what you do. Thank you so much, Chris. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you soon, okay? All right. Bye.
from the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>